Hello, this is Dr. Claire Steffen, and thank you for tuning in to the Heal Your Brain Toolbox podcast. I am a psychologist, a certified alcohol and drug counselor. I am also a certified life coach, wellness coach, and business coach, and a certified brain health coach. Today, I want to talk about healthy relationships And over the past 30 years, as I've been working with individuals and couples and families, I designed this model uh, to look at a way to understand relationships so that you will have the tools needed to assess the health of a relationship. And so I broke it down into five simple traits that you could look for in yourself and in others to determine whether or not a relationship is healthy. And I came up with these five different traits after, as I said, 30 years of working with various individuals coming to me to work through issues related to relationships and a breakdown in communication or other problems, whether they were intimate partners or friendships or co-workers. Um, These kind of things can occur in any type of relationship. And so having tools to be able to determine the health of a relationship is very useful. So the five traits that I determined um, is number one, trust. The second trait being respect. The third is empathy. The fourth is mutual support. And the fifth one is one that people rarely think about, but validation. And so now for today, I want to talk about how do we understand these different terms from a way that would allow you to be able to assess them. So putting some operational definition, if you will, to what this means. And so the first trait, trust, could be looked at from three sub-traits. So you look for honesty in the relationship and whether or not you're able to be honest with the individual that you're having a relationship with and whether or not they're consistently honest with you. Um, The second part of this sub-trait is reliability. So can you count on this individual to show up and do what they're going to say they're going to do in a reliable manner? And the third part being consistency. Is that person reliable in a consistent way? In other words, can you take it to the bank, you know, that they're going to be there no matter what, and that you can trust them through thick and thin. So those are the three sub-traits related to how do you measure or come to understand trust in a relationship. The second trait that you look for in another person and or consider an important aspect of yourself in a relationship is respect. The way I defined respect has first and foremost to do with the sub-trait integrity. And we could think of integrity as the ability to do the right thing, whether anybody is watching or not. And so we look for a friend, a partner, or that in a family member, that they have the integrity to do the right thing. The second part of respect is respect for yourself And that individual having respect for you as a person. So respect for personhood. And the third sub-trait is respect for each other. So you look for a partner, a friend, a family member 
who is respectful in a reciprocal sort of way. So the three sub-traits for respect are integrity, personhood, and respect for each other. So the third major trait in terms of having a healthy relationship is empathy. And the world is sorely lacking and in need of empathy. Um, And so I, I tend to look at empathy as the ability to show that you're a caring person And so that is the first sub-trait, is that an individual who displays caring. Um, And you look for it in terms of not just during times of grief or loss, but yes, that they can do it during those times is important, but you want them to be able to display it at other times as well. So our second sub-trait has to do with being empathetic during times of grief and loss. And the third part of empathy is limits. So all of us have limits or things that we need to say no to or can't do because it puts us at risk or would lead to unhealthy behavior. And so having a friend, a partner, or a family member who understands your limits and doesn't try to push you past them and is respectful of those in an empathetic way is an important and healthy characteristic in a relationship. The fourth major trait is mutual support. And we could look at mutual support from uh, many different aspects, but the way I defined it is emotionality. So someone who understands you deeply and appreciates your emotional well-being and is supportive of that. The second part being financial. And that can be defined however you choose to. It doesn't have to be a 50-50 or a dependent on, you know, one another type relationship. It's really how you um, determine it. The third sub-trait is role responsibility. And again, this doesn't have to be defined in traditional terms. It's up to you to determine how you want to uh, define your roles within a relationship. And you negotiate that together. And so the three components of mutual support are emotionally, financially, and role responsibility. And if you look at a relationship from that perspective and, you know, you're questioning, is my friend, is my partner, is my family member there in a supportive way, um, that's an element of health. And if that isn't happening, then you need to stop and question how much you may be giving in that relationship. And perhaps you're, it's lopsided. Perhaps you're draining yourself emotionally and giving too much. And not that everything always has to be given with the expectation that you will get in return. Um, But it is, you know, a matter of Are they there for you when you need support, or is it always just about you giving them support? And the last major trait is validation. And as I said, I feel this is one that people really don't think about or perhaps aren't even taught to consider. Um, And some individuals require more validation than others. And it may be in general terms that an individual who's more of an extrovert might like validation a little better than someone who's introverted and perhaps doesn't like that much attention or the light shown on them too frequently or too intensely. Um, But there are times when all of us need just a little bit of that type of support to be validated. So the three components of validation are individually, 
So having um, a kind of relationship in which the other individual is aware of who you are as a person and individually all the different, you know, wonderful traits that make you up as a human being, and they validate that. And the second part is your personal boundaries, so that is the second sub-trait. So again, it has to, in some ways, overlap with respect, you know, that all of us do have personal boundaries. Some people have learned how to exercise them, perhaps a little better than others, but it is important to be able to assert yourself when you need to or say no when you need to and have those personal boundaries in place and that you're in a relationship with someone who validates and respects those personal boundaries. And the third sub-trait is the relationship itself. So validation for the relationship and not denying it or making less of it um, or trying to hide it in some ways. So the three sub-traits for validation are individually, personal boundaries, and for the relationship itself. Now, these could all be moving pieces, but generally at the core is trust, and then surrounding it would be respect, empathy, mutual support, and validation, and all of the sub-traits that go with them that I described here. And you may be able to think of other sub-traits that are related and I'm sure there are many more, um, but this is just, you know, a way to didactically talk about it and help you understand it. And it doesn't necessarily mean that trust is always at the core, um, although it is such a major part of a relationship. It's something that we can't uh, ignore or allow to diminish too much. But there may be times during which empathy is more core to the relationship or a need in that relationship, or perhaps respect might be more in question, or the balance of mutual support and or validation. And it is a very delicate balance that each of these play in an integrative way with one another. And it isn't to imply that you have to have all of these elements in place in order to have a relationship because things do um, change over time. And there may be times where more of these things are intact and there might be times where there's problems and they start to suffer and you need to work on them. So having a tool like this to be able to understand how do you measure a healthy relationship or how do you even think about a way to define a healthy relationship can be rather a visual image once you understand it. And it can be something you could talk about with your partner or with your friend or your family member. And you can come to some kind of agreement as to are there areas where we need to improve or to understand what are our strengths and to utilize those strengths in order to grow and develop in your relationship. So I hope this is a helpful tool for you to understand a way to um, examine and perhaps, you know, in some way measure or explore healthy relationships. And if you define that there's some areas that you need to work on, if you are a person who's involved in therapy, then you have something to talk about with your therapist, that this is an area for growth and development. Thank you again for tuning in to the Heal Your Brain Toolbox podcast. This is Dr. Claire Steffen, and I will talk with you again very soon.